What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Chalk Dirty Show. My name is Kyle Holman. And I'm Monica Hilton. Thanks for Chalking Dirty with us today. We are talking today to Jeremy McGrew from Indie Fitness Bag. Um, and this episode is sponsored by the Health Pass. It's a brand new thing where you can find your fitness in Indianapolis. So, Jeremy, this is awesome. Tell us about the Health Pass, and then we'll get into Indie Fitness Magazine in a minute. Yeah, so the Health Pass is just a, a tool online that we've built where we want people to be able to find uh, find things that they enjoy doing to become healthy. Cool. Sure. Um, so a lot of people go to just like the big box gym and they walk around, they don't really enjoy it, they get burnt out, uh, they don't feel a community. And so what we've done is we've tried to do our best to introduce people to different places to go, like Kaha, for instance. Um, and we want them to go there and find different places that they enjoy going and then you know find their fitness through exercise that they enjoy cool yeah that's awesome. really we preach that all the time it's about that's what it's all about yeah. it's like if you don't know what you're doing or you don't like what you're doing you're never gonna stick with it right, <laughs> right. so where right. do they um, if they're interested in learning more about health pass where do they go yeah it's just indiefitnessmag.com. okay uh, it's right there on the home page it's front and center so it's pretty easy to find Sweet. all the social media channels I saw you guys posted on your story the other day about uh, health pass so yes all yes. on there as well yeah. we just had a huge update we actually launched yesterday okay um, so we haven't really been posting too much about it but now that we've got our new uh, our new system up and running it's gonna gotcha. be we'll be posting a lot more about it yeah so Jeremy and I kind of go way back because back in the day um, when it was just Kaha we just started chatting about ways that we could promote the gym but you were also trying to grow it and there's this whole L2F initiative which which is short for last to first so <laughs> tell us all about that and how this whole thing kind of came about yeah so uh, my partner Ryan and I we We've done a few different hustles in our day, and uh, well, none of them were working. So we were working, <laughs> and the thing is, we were trying to always make money. Um, and you know, we would we had these little schemes where we'd make a little bit of money, a couple thousand dollars here and there, but it was never anything that was lasting, and really nothing that was truly valuable. Yeah. Um, and he said he wanted to start a fitness Instagram. Um, I taught him a little bit about social media marketing. Uh, I started a big account back in college and kind of learned the ropes there. And he's like, I'm going to start an Instagram fitness account. I was like, dude, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> there are so many of them. Right. And, you know, you think Instagram fitness account, you think like booty pics and just <laughs> stuff but like they, that. But they have an inspirational quote always. Like, oh, yes. 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 Like, <laughs> Look yeah. at my cleavage and, <laughs> yeah. and, and miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Bible verse. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I thought it was a terrible idea. And then I was working out at um, LA Fitness and I was scrolling Facebook because... I was doing what I shouldn't be doing at the gym. <laughs> well, but what a lot of people do. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, you, get, you need a 10-minute rest in between a bench press. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was actually on the lap pull machine. So oh, gotcha. So you were tired. taking up yeah. the machine while you were on Instagram. Absolutely, Instagram. yes. Okay. So it was even worse. Um, but I was scrolling, and I saw Indianapolis is the unhealthiest city in America for the second year in a row. And I was like, what? How is this? And there's two things. I love Indianapolis, and I hate losing or hate being part of any kind of losing. <laughs> so um, I started a company after college that was supposed to do um, mobile health apps. Uh, raised some money, got some investors, failed, lost all the money. But I did learn how to kind of make some noise online. So I took kind of those skills, and I sent him a message and said, hey, we're going to start the Indie Fitness Magazine, and we're going to try and 
help people find new gyms. So originally we were just going to new gyms and we'd write a story about it, like what we did with Kaha. Yep. I think Kaha was on the second gym or maybe the first gym. I think so, gym. yeah, it was one of the nice. first ones, yeah. Yeah, so we came in and uh, we wrote, we write articles and then we'd share them and our audience just kept growing. And what the L2F movement is and where it started was because we are dead last, we want to be, yeah, which is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be um, an agent for change. So. Our first, you know, part of this—it's a ten-year goal—and our first part of it is just kind of bringing more notoriety to the to the problem and bringing a community closer together. Because I think that if you get a lot of people moving towards one goal, yeah, then you'll be able to make it more of an impact. So, um, the next step is to for us to build tools and businesses that will allow people to well, it'll bring more money into the fitness economy, which is huge. Yeah, and then we also want to build more influence for things like um, you know being able to have influence on the city level. Yeah, uh, like Indianapolis has a terrible. It's one of the lowest walk scores. There's no sidewalks anywhere. Yeah, that's very true. You yeah. can't be active. There's no parks. You can't be active in Indianapolis. Downtown has gotten better, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, well, be. yeah, <laughs> right. There's people that that are taking Ubers and Lyfts half a mile to work, and you know if <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't true. make sense. So yeah, the L2F movement is just our ten year goal to help build and make it possible for us to go from last to first in the country as far as health fitness goes the thing I would say about that first and foremost is kudos to you for seeing that and using it as like this is an opportunity instead of like wow that sucks because it, it is something that you could take and be like Dang, that that's just terrible news. But instead, <laughs> you, and, and you didn't look at it like this is an opportunity to make money. You were literally like heartstrings were pulled that I want to make my city. That's better. one thing I was gonna say. I mean, we just talked about this recently. Like, it's amazing how many times when a lot of people start out that way. Like, I'm just trying to make money. Yeah. What can I do to mm-hmm. make money? Yeah. Um, and a lot of times it it doesn't work because when your motivation is just solely on how can I get some money in my pocket, your your heart's not in it you're not really trying to make moves, but then when you see something like that, that is now like, how can I make a difference? How can I make a change? It's amazing when mm-hmm. that, that starts to really work. And when you have that mindset of, okay, what can I do to make money? You're thinking about yourself. Right. So you're, what marketplace value are you really bringing? And <laughs> right. I mean, I, I learned the hard way and I've done it a hundred times is, you know, it just doesn't work. It might work in the short term, but after a while it's just like, okay, well, this was, not fun. I don't really enjoy this. I was just in it for the money. Right. And people can see through out. that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's another thing in business. Like, um, man, a lot of times you, the failure is, is the greatest teacher. You did something, it didn't work. Um, you did some things that did work, but that's how you kind of mold your way into finding your way to be successful is because of <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of false starts, a lot of screw ups. And then you've like, we still have a long way to go. We just, you know, we're doing some things pretty well and some things we're doing terribly. But <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna get better. Yeah, so. they yeah. say, what do you, they say? You either win or you learn. So yeah. That's, yeah. Right. that's pretty much it. So now, but didn't Ryan just move? He doesn't live here anymore, does he? So he hasn't lived here the whole time. He's from oh. Indianapolis. Okay. He lived in Cincinnati for the last two years, and he just moved to San Diego. Okay. okay. So, so is there gonna be a San Diego fitness mag? Yes, there will be. Oh, that was it'll a joke. Be, yes, that's while. awesome. <laughs> it'll okay. be a while, but um, so he skipped out on us for good weather, huh? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, He'll be back. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> Funny, 
Ryan's story, though. Can we just bring this up? Because I hope you're watching, Ryan. This is the funny story from when you guys came to the review. You know what I'm talking about? He's, he still talks about this. <laughs> they said the first time they came uh, to the gym, he, they did, it was body pump, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, and so I'm assuming that he's probably lifted in LA Fitness or whatever or had done CrossFit or something before. So in body pump, before we got our new rubber weights, we had those... Um, like cement weights with the oh, plastic nice. coating. Yeah. So he does his whatever, I don't know, squat track, I think it was, because it was one of the first tracks. So he's got heavy weight, he pulls it off and just slams it from like this high, shatters the plastic <laughs> everywhere, and that now there's like cement and sand all over the floor. And he's like, mm, uh, do you have a vacuum? <laughs> and every time I saw him after that, he was like, I'm still really sorry. <laughs> yeah, we we talk about that every time I bring up Kaha. He's like, oh man, hope I can go back there sometime. <laughs> to make up for back. it. Yeah. yeah. Make up See, he learned a lesson from that as yeah. we were just talking. Yes. So if he's going he around in San Diego lunch. and he's going to a new gym, yeah. I bet he won't do that. He won't smash the weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, so yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, um, anytime you're getting a community of people behind things. Um, you know, that helps you stand out. So that kind of is one of the topics we want to discuss. It's, it's flooded. You know, when social media started, it was great. Um, can help you get your name out there. But now, my goodness, like, you know, so what, what are some things that you have done or that you feel like are beneficial to, to kind of help people with their different businesses stand out? So I think we kind of have a little bit different story than like most businesses, just because like we are almost an aggregate and what we do is we crowdsource everything. So we have okay. an endless supply of, of content. We have an endless supply of contacts and whenever we share something, then we always get engagement because at least that person that we shared is going to say, thanks for sharing. Right. Um, so that's one thing that we have going for us. But for most businesses, what I would say to stand out is don't do what all the gurus are telling you to do and don't do what you see everybody else doing because it's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Um, too many people are worried about little things like the grid on their, on their profile page and how everything looks on their profile page and, uh, how many emojis they use and which hashtags. <laughs> and those are all good things. Um, but they're not as important as engaging with people, like making friends that will support your page. Like, we have a handful of people I can send I can send a text to and say, hey, we're doing a giveaway. We need extra engagement. Can you go ahead and put some comments on our page? And we'll end up with you know 30 people that will jump in right when we post it. And that will help the, the post be seen by a lot more yeah. people. Yeah. Well, this is something we're working on now. I mean, that collaboration. Um, you mentioned I saw a post you made just about uh, authenticity mm -hmm. like in a, in a world where everyone oh, yeah. tries to pretend this, that, or the other, it's getting back to people want to engage with someone that they feel is a, is a real human being on the other end of the, the yeah. phone or whatnot, but also just making those relationships mm -hmm. that you can text people and say, hey, you know, can you help post a couple comments or share? Um, if you didn't have that personal relationship with that person, right. then you're just relying on a lot of people. I hope people engage with my post or I hope people comment on it. Mm -hmm. Well, and you're right. Everybody's, all the so so-called social media experts are doing all these like all you need to do is post great content and people will follow you that's shit like that's not true <laughs> I mean, are long gone. yeah, yeah. It, and it just that is how it was in the beginning or if you're an early adopter to a certain platform and then it grows from there yes that is possible but i mean i feel like you guys put out great content we put out great content there are people i follow that put out great content 
And some of them have like 67 followers. I mean, it's just, (laughs) that's not how you grow. It's all about collaboration because that's the way the algorithms are. I can, I can talk. (laughs) Algorithms are built these days, you know? So, so if Instagram sees people engaging with your post, then they assume that your post is important or relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And they have what's called an, an um, now I can't talk. It's okay. They, have, <laughs> <laughs> they have a relevance score for every post. They do this okay. on your post for advertisements. They do it on your regular post. And if it's a high relevance, then it'll show up higher in the timeline. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, is there is there a big difference between that relevancy and between Facebook and Instagram, or because they're I mean they're owned, <laughs> right? Yeah, they they are very similar. Um, I don't think now this I don't have any hard data to back this, <laughs> sure. but from what I've seen, um, Facebook really really holds back business accounts, and yeah. I'm sure you guys have seen that too. They yeah. used to just put it out there if you posted, people would see it, but yeah. now it's basically pay to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram's not like that, but it's becoming more and more like that. Yeah. Yeah, which makes it tough. Yeah. That's what we were talking about, uh, once again, the collaboration, because if you can get other people to share with their followers and whatnot, then that's getting you people that, besides just doing a sponsored ad, because otherwise, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you have coming up on the docket for this upcoming year, summer? What do you have in the works? Yeah, so we are are now in, I think, five cities. Oh. Um, Obviously, Indianapolis is our, our biggest one, and... We always say all roads lead back to Indy. Mm-hmm. That's been our purpose from the start. Uh, as part of that, bringing more uh, resources into the Indy fitness economy, if you will. Yeah. Um, so we're in, we're in expansion mode for sure. What we really are trying to do for the next six months is kind of perfect our online product. Okay. To make it more valuable for the users, make it more valuable for our partners. And then after that, we'll probably, you know, if times if the time's right, we're looking to raise some funds and uh, okay. expand rapidly. Uh, but our biggest thing is we really think that we're on to something with the health pass. And we've got a few more tools that we're going to add to that. Okay. Um, we want it to be an online marketplace where people can literally, like I say, find find your fitness. So find an exact plan for you, whether it be going here twice a week, here once a week, and doing this at home, and then eating here, here, and here. We want to facilitate that. Yeah. We want to make it easy. We want to make it helpful for our partners and for our members. How we, we've read some things recently, especially with the millennial population, about the importance of some type of online presence when it comes to fitness or, you know, is there, do you feel like that's a, a possibility for gyms or something? Or is that something important that maybe they should have for their members to have some type of on, you know, online or at-home presence? Absolutely. I think um, if you as a business can be with your customers, clients, the more you're with them and the more they're thinking about, that's better for your business. Um, I really see gyms that teach classes. I see a big streaming future. I don't see it coming from one place like Daily Burn. I see it coming from the gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the tools that we'll be working on here in the next probably six to nine months. Nice. Is building out. So we want to build out the the uh, profiles for the gyms that we work with right now and yeah. just make them more robust and more helpful, more valuable for the business. But then on top of that, we want to make it a revenue generating uh, profile for them. So. Um, basically just kind of handcuffing the customers that you already have and adding more value to their lives and in return accepting more payment from them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is something that we've talked quite a bit about. It's just been really on my mind in terms of the fitness industry lately, so I love your opinion on it. And it's it's the fact that the market is so saturated right now with fitness options in general. Mm -hmm. And 
I kind of want to know like what where you see that going but essentially like we, we talk about like it's the gyms that focus on the basics a squat is a squat a bench press is a bench press like you're not going to change what gets people fit it's just the fad component that's coming in and out your pole dancing studios your random like I said the other day stand on this um, object that isn't balanced I love pole dancing I'm sorry no yeah, no <laughs> I mean, Kyle has tried them all um, and he did right. But but essentially what I'm getting at is like the cream will rise to the top, but I feel like some, there's an opportunity for some of these fad gyms or like uh, more niche um, fitness options to either combine mm -hmm. and and reach more people together instead yeah. of everybody going after the small slice of pie together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what 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 direction do you see all of this going in? So I see the fads, you know, as with any businesses, they're fads and they'll be here and they'll probably go. Some of them will probably stay. I think the, I think that boutique fitness is here to stay for a long time. I think just in research that I've done, people, especially millennials, they want to cherry pick, which is kind of why we built the health passes. They want to be able to pick and choose what they want to do. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, I'm a big proponent of doing what, gets you moving and doing what you enjoy. So as far as the market, I don't know, I don't know how to say that I think a lot of people will be gone in five years. I mean, we've been doing this for two and a half years and we've seen a lot of people come and go already. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. And you've been doing this for longer than that and I'm sure you've seen the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we've been here for five years, but we were founded on the idea of having a lot of variety under one roof. Yeah. Because like one of the things I thought about when we started is, Look, people are paying $139, $149 a month for a cycling studio or a yoga studio. And I, my idea was, what if they can get all of that under one roof so they don't have to go to a lot of places? Um, and that's why we like health passes because I feel like when people discover us, you're going to have a handful of those people that are going to be like, why don't, I'm going to keep my health pass, but I don't mm -hmm. need to go to all the places. I'm just going to go to this one because yeah. they offer. It's a similar mindset. I mean, we, that's what we talk about a lot in here. It's to each his own. Like the yeah. most important thing is you finding something that's going to make you consistent. Yeah. And that is different for everybody. I yeah. tell people all the time, like if you're going to force yourself to do something you hate, like motivation and determination is only going to last so long. And yeah. then you're just going to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, and a good example of that or, or something to put into practice is you might love something once or twice. You and I talked about this, and I will not name the place, but you and I talked about one specific type of fitness that you tried, and you were like, I'm going to build this into my routine, and you signed up for the one-month pass, and you used it four <laughs> times, and you were Never like, I'm done happen. with this. <laughs> but like, we experimented with a, a program called Pound, which you may have heard of before. It's the drumsticks. Oh, like God. it's a drumstick workout. You literally yeah. like squat and drum and then you like sit ups and drum. It, it's squats and it's sit ups and it's, it incorporates all the basic fitness things, but it's with drumsticks and there's like loud banging music. It was badass a couple times like, <laughs> and nothing against pound. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a terrible program. Like I can see people being motivated, but if I went to a pound studio, I'd be over it real yeah. quickly. Yeah. You know? So what I'm saying is, Make sure that if you're if you find something that you're like this is my jam, that you don't only do that. If yeah. you love yoga, don't that's, only. It's another do benefit yoga. of health pass. I mean, you get a you might you go to something and you like it. Yeah. And it's like well, let me 
let me just keep going with this variety. And then inevitably, if you're like, okay, well, I'm only going to this type of class. Yeah. So maybe right. then I should just go to that. Well, think, you don't want to hurt the gym owner's feelings then when you have to cancel after a month. Right. And the variety thing, I think, is important because it, it just adds a little little flavor to whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so if you can go and do things every once in a while, but you know, still have a good routine, like you still need a home gym, in my opinion. Yeah. You need to have a place where you call home that you can go on a Saturday if you had a long week and you just want to go get a sweat in. Yeah. You need to have a place that you can do that. But to be able to add a little variety into your fitness, it's going to keep you going whenever you're getting kind of burned out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and this is the one thing we haven't touched on yet, but um, we've been trying for a while to get Jeremy to try CrossFit. And um, <laughs> one of the things we also have under this roof, and yeah. the, uh, the whole idea behind CrossFit is constantly varied workouts. So sometimes your workouts are four and a half minutes long, and sometimes they're 45 minutes long. Yeah. Um, and it's always varied. Sometimes it's two movements, sometimes it's three, sometimes yeah. it's a bunch, but it is all based on that idea of like, you're not doing the same thing yeah. ever. I mean, ever. you're always switching it up. Yeah. So, you know, that is one option and why I would say like, if you haven't tried CrossFit yet, yeah. um, So Monica's basically putting him on the spot. Like yeah. we got him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I've asked you to come do this. You're telling me no. Not, he didn't tell me no. He said his very he said first not yet? CrossFit. I, yes, I, he said I, not yet. I promise that my first time will be here. Yeah. That might be in 2024, but it's that's fine. It'll be yeah. here. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, with technology, one question I was like to ask too is, uh, I mean, they always like Monica brought it up earlier. Like, um, you can capitalize if you get on a platform when it first comes out. Yeah. Like, I was telling her like LinkedIn, um, and man, it's funny. Like, I th I still think people to this day don't exactly know what to do with LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like when I joined LinkedIn, it was gosh, what, eight or nine years ago, and I probably got like three-fourths of my connections on there then because nobody knew what they were doing. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll, like, yeah. I'll be your friend, yeah. like a lot of them have, but um, do, you, do you see any new apps or anything that have come about that you think are beneficial for business or anything like that? Um, I think, so TikTok, I'm sure you've heard of TikTok. Oh, my it's, daughters are all It's on this. fire. It's really a lot of younger people. Obviously, Snapchat's a younger demographic. I tried to, so I got Snapchat, you know, a long time ago and then slowly just kind of got away from it. Yeah. I tried to use that thing about a week ago. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got off it because I was like, I don't know. Uh, so, I mean. In your country now. Yeah. They make it really hard. I don't hard. know. <laughs> like the newer ones, they make it really hard because marketers ruin everything. Yep. Oh man, we have talked about this all the time. So they don't want to ruin their growth by letting people businesses on there so I think um, I mean TikTok is growing really fast I think there's a big opportunity to grow a massive following but I'm not so sure what the potential would be for it for yeah. a business I've appeared in a couple of my daughter's videos or whatever on there so so you're yeah. famous you're TikTok famous <laughs> got it yeah, okay. We're yeah. In the presence of greatness as far as LinkedIn I just want to say this I I got on LinkedIn I so I joined LinkedIn whenever I was in college because we had to. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the thing I teach. Get your get your profile yeah, yeah. pic. Profile set. It was part of the career planning course. And so I haven't been on there for four years probably. I'm still working at like two jobs ago. And I get on there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back into this. It's an underutilized tool. Sure. And I get on there and like, it's worse than Instagram with the messages saying, hey, let's meet. I want to oh, sell yeah. you. I want to sell you yeah, this. Absolutely. I want to sell you this. It That's, is, yeah. It's ridiculous. I agree. I mean, as of right now, I mean, for the last, I would say, year, I like it's a lot of stuff that I'm already posting on Instagram and Facebook, but I just post stuff on there just 
in case something yeah. takes off with LinkedIn, right. that yeah. there's been content on there or something. But yeah, I think it's... LinkedIn is to blame because I feel like everybody is in that same boat of like, we all got on, we all knew that it could be something epic. Right. And it could because of the number of users. But like, you're right. Every day I get LinkedIn connections and every single one is, I help gyms grow their clients. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just another marketing yeah, tab. Yeah. It's, well, so you mentioned uh, marketers ruin everything. So yeah. I'm assuming you're a Gary Vaynerchuk follower then. I used to be. I'm not really okay. a fan anymore. Okay. Really? What changed yeah. it? He just says the same thing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So what's your favorite podcast then? Um, Besides have, this one. Yeah. I have to give my favorite podcast. I mean, it always has to be the MSEO project. Uh, I've listened to that for ever since it came out. Okay. And he is the CEO of uh, First Form. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's just that did a lot for me and like teaching me how to like how I want to build a business the right way and kind of take a longer term view instead of so this is like almost like spot on whenever we started the indie fitness magazine it was you know I kind of wanted to switch from being this transactional guy to a relationship guy and a value guy and a long-term guy yeah and it I can say truthfully that podcast like has changed my life hmm. um, and there's a lot of other good ones Ed my really good um, and I listen to just random ones all the time. That's a super valid point, tra- transactional as opposed to relationship-based. I mean, we were just talking about that today, to be honest. I mean, when you're a gym, it has to be relationship-based. Yeah. You know, if you're just looking at people as a transaction that are paying money to come here and work out, I mean, people see through that quickly. Um, and, and I agree with you that the, the boutique-style gyms will stay because that's what they're founded on. Yep. Um, you're, you're a small gym. Yep. You're not a big box gym where it's just turnover and nobody talks and everything so it's about building that community and that relationship um and that's i mean i think that's what separates it's funny i just saw a post today just in a gym owners group that i'm part of and and one of the guys made a comment that like i'm seeing all these people that are hiring all these business coaches and and you and it starts to make you feel like if you don't have a gym business coach (laughs) you aren't going to succeed and he's like the thing you need to know is like if you are a if you're business savvy but you're not a good coach you have a big problem and I mean when he says coach we're just talking about relating to your clients in general whether you're a gym owner or um, or however whatever your connection in your role in the business is connecting with the clients so essentially you can be business savvy but if you have that lack of relationship building ability then you're gonna fail but vice versa like if you are really good at building relationships but you're not that business savvy you still have a problem but it's not nearly as big because that's not that's the business part of it is teachable Um, and if you connect with the right people like I, I always talk about this was I think this was a Gary Vaynerchuk thing from back in the day but like you don't maybe you're not cut out to be the top Mm-hmm. the CEO, like your number one person could be the person who gets everything done and you're just the ideas yeah. person, but you have to have that person. Like you and I work really well in the yeah. way that like we do, like we're ideas people, but like I'll usually get stuff started, you'll usually finish it. So like you yeah. need that, you need that partner in crime that like um, comes up where you're falling short. Absolutely. You know? Well, I think understanding roles, I mean, how did you guys go about that? Like, because I feel like it's so easy, especially if you're just starting it with somebody, you're like, well, we'll just both do everything. Yeah. We'll just help we'll each do other the out. stuff that everyone wants to do. It, well, yeah, yeah and, then it, and then it ends up like you're things like the ball gets dropped or things don't get done because it's like, why well, don't, were you going to do that or was I supposed to do right. that? <laughs> yeah, we still, I mean, we still dropped the ball. Uh, <laughs> we still dropped the ball, but it just, uh, we didn't really do it with any kind of intention. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, 
they trust me to kind of put them in the right spot. Yeah. So Ryan actually runs all of our social media. Um, and then I just kind of am trying to build the business and, uh, we have a development team. So Josh McBride, he builds kind of the infrastructure of everything and Rhett Miller makes it look pretty and work smoothly. Nice. And then we have Noah on our team. He's up near Chicago and he helps Ryan with the social media, but it kind of has worked it worked worked its way into like I work with the development guys on basically the concepts and they kind of take that vision and make it happen yeah. and then I also work with the marketing team which is Ryan and uh, Noah and they kind of take you know if if I notice that we're going too far off in one direction and we're doing too many of this kind of posts I'll mention it they'll reel it back in gotcha so it's just good communication and um, I think they just trust me yeah. Which is which is good. Um, I don't always make the yeah. right decisions, but I always tell them whenever I think I screw up. Yeah, that's <laughs> important too. Yeah. So, are you guys all full time? No, just me. Okay. That's I'm sorry. Is that no, the goal no sometimes? Too. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We all want to do this. We're all. We were just talking about this last night. We had our. We have team meetings every Wednesday, and uh, at the end of it, Ryan was like, "Hey, before we go, I just want to hear what's your. What are you guys looking forward to the most about when we're all full time?" And we all just kind of went around in the. Nice. In the circle and just kind of mentioned it. It was kind of some funny responses. But. And the tough part about that is like when you're so driven by like how how can we monetize? How can we monetize? Because we all want this so quickly. That's when you start to get off track, and that's when you start to lose focus of that that relationship building. Oh, and back to the yeah. very beginning. Then it then it gets more money focused. Right. Absolutely. It's like we got oh well, we want to be here, so we got to make this money yep. to make that happen, and that's when you can start to lose sight of why it yes. began in the first we've place. Had, we've had plenty of those times and. Thankfully, we've been able to kind of reel it in. Like, um, there's been times whenever we've just really, you know, sold, 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 or pushed something specific, and then we kind of okay, well, we need to reel it back in. Let's remember why we started and yeah. not focus so much on getting sales, but let's focus more on building what we're trying to build. Yeah, um, it's hard to do, but yeah. it's worth it. But yeah. I mean, we talk about that. I mean, it is hard to do because you are a business, and yeah. especially if this is your livelihood. It, yeah, it's how you pay your bills and do everything. So it's it is impossible really not to think about the money side yes. of it yeah. anybody that says they're just sitting here and oh yeah all i care about is my members all day long and i don't <laughs> i mean yeah. you need money to run it like that's <laughs> right. just that's the bottom line yeah, right. it's not a not-for-profit so yeah okay here's a super random question that i think i've always wanted to ask why where did the magazine part of it come from <laughs> <laughs> Like, why was it not just IndieFitness.com? Uh, well, IndieFitness.com was taken. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, so, so why not IndieFitnessVacuums.com? Yeah. <laughs> so She's obsessed with a vacuum store that also sells candy. cotton candy. Yeah. I don't know. I would be obsessed yeah. with that, too. <laughs> um, so we originally, we had no, no plans of it kind of turning into what it is. Uh, we originally just wanted it to become first start off as a blog, but then we wanted to do like a PDF digital magazine every month. Uh -huh. Gotcha. It and it kind of started off like that. And then, you know, look at the definition of magazine. It's just a periodical that's published with information. Yeah. And so we, we still are publishing articles and they're coming out. They don't come out all at once. They come out, you know, every other day or so. And so that's where the magazine comes from. Got it. Gotcha. Okay, I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, well, I go. was like, I didn't know if there was a physical magazine yeah. like that, like Indianapolis Monthly, that you planned on publishing yeah. someday, or yeah. so. Okay. We looked at that, and it was wild to me how much the market started. Sorry, astronomical. publications. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were looking at twenty thousand to get our first issue out. Yeah. And <laughs> wow. Couldn't believe it. And that you was don't just have a that small... in your pocket right now. 
Um, not exactly. Not in the Indy Fitness Mac coffers right now. Fast <laughs> <laughs> is just not working. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you bring up a valid point too that uh, I just read the book recently, uh, Shoe Dog. Yeah. Uh, have you read that yet? No. But, uh, I'm solid, just talking about super this. solid. Um, and one of the things he says at the very beginning of the book is like, like I, he, I had no like me, I saying hit him, yeah. but he was like, I had no idea where this was going, and you know what? Like that's okay. You don't always need to know. The end destination of mm-hmm. where you're going. I think that's a trap that I know we fell into sometimes. It's like, okay, we have this idea. Let's, let's in our minds, see it all the way through to the end. And then A, to get it to that point to even start is, is never going to happen. Um, and then B, just it's life. Things happen. Things change. And so you might have this six-month, 12-month plan. And two days later, it's like, well... We got to divert from that. That's how that goes. Yeah, so yeah. many times. Yeah. So it's, I just uh, thought that was super valid. But. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's true. I'm. That's my next book. I'm reading a book by or about Jeff Bezos right now. But my next oh, will be nice. Shoe Dog. What's that one called? Uh, it's I don't know Jeff Bezos and the Rise of Amazon or something. Oh, like okay. That. Cool. It's uh, it's really good. Um, getting back into biographies a lot recently. Oh, okay. Um, big reader. I've I read all the time. Uh, it's probably one of my most important things to keeping me sharp personally but that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> yeah seriously well, we've talked about getting back to that i mean we both talk like i mean i used to read yeah. all the time yeah, we and both then, love to read it's you know just it just ends up getting put on the back burner yeah, yeah. always does yeah it's yeah. really easy to wake up and start running yeah right when you right when your feet hit the floor but it's always better for me personally if i can you know take an hour or two to just kind of get my mind right and then go about my day yeah, yeah. i was gonna say that i mean that we talk about that having a brain break so to speak what do you, what do you try to do usually to to get yourself out of business mode and just recharge your batteries? Um, CrossFit and right. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't do a good job of it. I try and read as much as possible, but that's usually like a start of my day. So like middle of the day, if I can tell like I'm just not um, not really there mentally, I'll yeah. take a 15 minute break and do a YouTube meditation, something like that. Oh, nice. um, every Sunday I pretty much bless my wife for giving me some space to do this but I pretty much spend about four hours by myself and I go sit in the sauna for a while and you know just kind of relax and go grocery shopping by myself and it's just like my personal time I listen to audiobooks during these times and it's I just, just I just uh, got the, the audiobook downloaded uh, oh, the, the app and I, yeah. got a, I got a couple books one of them uh, is Laird Hamilton that's I was telling her about the other day pretty cool but oh the audible app yeah yeah the audible app yeah. and audiobooks okay. on there sorry yeah. yeah audible is a must absolutely yeah. must it's yeah. a staple in my life what I got to get over right now I was telling her the other day is like I pick these books because obviously I'm interested in them, and but like I'm a note taker, mm. and so it's like That's I want to have like notes out, and it's like I need to just get over that and just put my headphones in yeah. and just go walk and just listen to it, and you know what? Like I can come back and listen to yeah. it again, yeah. but that has like stopped me so many times. I'm like, oh, what if there's something epic that I want to write down? The thing is, though, <laughs> that you need to remember is if it's epic enough, you will remember that to write it down when you get back right. on your walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, Right. So you don't need to write it word for word. It's the concept that sticks with you. Right. Yeah. <coughs> it's really hard for me to. So like I'm the same way. I don't really take notes in my books, but I do like try and remember specific specific things and reread them. But yeah. with Audible, like if it's a dense book, I'm gonna have to listen to it four times. Yeah. Um, but I always walk away. There's always a moment during every single Audible book that I've ever listened to where I'm just like. That's what this book is about. That's yeah. what I need to take from this. And yeah. it just takes a few times. But yeah. there's a little uh, tool you can use in the Audible app that you can 
click like take note and it'll take like a video. Oh, really? It'll take a video note for yeah. you. Nice. Well, there you Boom. go. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, we appreciate having you on. Look forward to your trying out your first CrossFit class. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> listeners can go to IndieFitnessMag.com. Yeah. Check out the Health Pass. Um, we're up and running, correct? So we are up and running. Good Thank to go. You. It took forever, but we are up and That's running. That's okay. Sometimes no you got to perfect it first. Yeah. So. yeah. Built yeah. it from the ground up. So Josh and Red did an awesome job, and it's a lot of work they put into it. So we were pumped yesterday. Sweet. Awesome. Well, check it out. Health Pass, IndieFitnessMag.com uh, yep. is where you can go check that out. Yep. And thanks for talking dirty with us today. All right. See ya.